Oh my God, there were so many like older gays who hated the video. everyone and welcome to episode 28. I am your host Alanized and this is Noche de Pendejadas. Para todas las pendejas allá en casita que no saben qué es esto, escuchen pendejas. Noche de Pendejadas is a weekly episodic show where I go ahead and bring your favorite influencer to chismear, have some cocktails and see what the fuck they've been up to. So si tú quieres que te traiga a tu influencer favorito, leave their usernames down below porque a lo mejor la semana que viene te lo traigo. La invitada de la semana pasada, you guys, estuvo super Super, super chingona, and this week's guest is no exception. Please help me welcome tonight's guest, Brandon Jordan. Right, right. Hi. Hi. I feel like this episode we've been talking about like doing it. Yes, so we finally made it happen. I actually wanted to have you during the month of Pride. Oh, yeah. Because I girl. feel like you're such an icon in you know the LGBT Thank community you. on social media. But no se pudo. I don't know why we couldn't make it happen. You know what? It actually, wasn't working, girl. We were was like everywhere. back and <laughs> And also, Noche de Pendejadas, during the month of Pride, we probably only did like two episodes the whole month instead of like oh, four. No. So it was just chaotic. But you know what? It we happens. made it happen. We're here. So para todos allá en casita that probably don't know him, I'm going to go ahead and send it over to him para que él les diga un poquito más de quién es y qué hace. Hi, honey. Um, My name is Brendan Jordan. First of all, thank you for yeah. having me on. I am just a gender queen queer bitch i am literally just yeah gender i I usually just call myself that a gender queer icon because you are i think we're all icons but i definitely that's like my mantra every single day um i enjoy making people laugh i enjoy making people smile and also uh think a bit more we've been following each other i want to say for a while now girl it was like back like back in, in like 2016, 2016. Yes. yeah were and people doing the kylie lip challenge mm, like that is some veteran shit that is like a long time ago do you remember when we first met i kind of don't fucking recall i think it was at like beauty con it probably <laughs> was you guys i or like generation beauty some shit like some that shit, girl. like those big conventions back in the day but i remember the last time i saw you was not too long ago actually we were at the club we were at the club we were in we um for a nyx cosmetics event your first time in my WeHo, first time in by WeHo, the way you guys i know you guys are gonna be like alan torres hoto and you've never been to weho i've never she's been. never fucking been girl i was like for real and you, yeah. you live in oc i do it's not far like i've been to weho more times than she has and, and you, like, i was in like vegas. in vegas at the yeah. time <laughs> i don't know for me i feel like it was more like there's clubs here like why i gotta drive an hour to go and over there i you respect know I mean? that yeah. girl so I, for me it's OC's more fierce. of that. well honestly girl weho's not all that i'll just say that girl <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not bagging on weho i you know it's it's a culture. It's a world of its Period. own. But there are other places other than WeHo, if that makes sense. And, and for those who aren't familiar, WeHo stands for West Hollywood, aka the queer community, the queer neighborhood, the gayborhood, if you will, in Los Angeles. Notorious for its nightlife. So it's like, you know, it has a lively strip where 
the gay is gay and the doll's doll. So Jackie conocieron un poquito a Brandon. We're going to go into the chisme. We're going to go. We want to know a little bit more about you. But before that, we're going to get into the drinks. You guys, we have some liquid death here. Right. This is actually water. It's literally water, It's literally girl. water. We're over here <laughs> acting like we're going to get fucked like. up. But this is just some fancy ass fucking water you know even when i first had it i was like what the fuck is this shit here cheers fuck i'm spilling this shit all over myself girl i is about to be a montage i know <laughs> i'm like was cheers. that on purpose what are we choosing to cheers to this episode this episode that's cheers right to you. cheers to the 40 minute drive it was very relaxing 40 minutes mm-hmm. that's not that bad i love driving I are you kidding like i hate driving but a 40 minute drive to my house is actually I don't mind driving. Like I drive everywhere for Facebook Marketplace pickups. Oh, because I'll like I'll buy furniture. I need to go get a couch. (laughs) (laughs) It was costing you less to fucking buy here, and it was two hundred. Girl, who cares? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and start off, you guys. I want to know a little bit more about you. I want to know a little bit more about your childhood. (laughs) How was Brendan as a child? How do you feel like your childhood shaped you to be the person you are now? Well, I mean, I'll start off. I think you could probably relate to this one alan but growing up i obviously never fucking felt like i fit in with with the kids it wasn't even until i started third grade middle school whatever where i started to realize that i was different because i would get pointed out at you know like oh why do you sound like a girl i think i remember third grade someone someone said that to me it was just weird because it's like i heard the first time hearing the word gay was when i was in second grade i didn't really even know what that meant yeah but I also had crushes on boys. So it's like, I was um, like, I must be then. Yeah. I mean, but they didn't, I still didn't even really understand like the concept of that. So I was born this way, but you know, it it was, it was hard because I went to a private religious school pretty much my whole life. And so obviously like organized religion was something that has been a part of my life since I was like very little. And obviously like in that world, people are taught, that that's not okay Mm -hmm. you know like anything non-hetero is like not okay you're fucking yeah wrong you're going to hell and it's a sin basically so i hid a lot i really did because it's like it's just weird you know i mean obviously when you're surrounded by a world that's telling you who you are is not okay there's no really no other reaction that you can have of course of, yeah. that other than hiding because it's a safety defense mechanism. Yeah. So, um, the internet was pretty much the only thing I really had. I got my first phone when I was like in fourth grade. Oh shit. I know. Fourth I know. grade. I'm I like, had I didn't have to, that until like high school. Girl, I had to write an essay to my dad as to why he should let me have that phone. So, but I was very spoiled and grateful to get that. Right. At I least really, it was like an, an educational purpose to getting it. It was just bullshit, girl. Let's be real. I'm like, I need this phone. <laughs> hey, but at least he made you write an essay. Like there was a whole, you know. Yeah, he, he was like, you need it. to write reasons as to why you feel you need to have this. Um, but I think also, um, my dad was born in Peru, mm-hmm. so he has like that really protective Latino father like mentality. Uh-huh. So he wanted to make sure I had something on me for protection. Because yeah. you know the world. It, yeah, was, no. it, was, yeah, yeah. it was like 2009, so it was getting to that point. 
kids. So I got on the internet and YouTube was like my first obsession, I want to say. Like, did you watch Tyler Oakley? I did. I'm like, okay, okay, Bethany so you know. Moda, like, OGs, OGs. It's that uh-huh. era, girl. Mm-hmm. I think that era took all of us by mm-hmm. storm. It was like, what, 2013, I want to say, yeah. where YouTube really took off and people started to see it as like, a, oh, this is a thing now. Like, yeah, there no, are yeah, yeah. personalities online making careers and livelihoods and just whole brands off of their personality. And I mean, I wasn't even thinking about that at that age. What I saw was people like me living the way that I wanted to live, Live. meaning out and proud for who they were and doing it. So just openly, you know, and I being so closed off, I was just vicariously living through people like Tyler Oakley, Tyler Oakley, uh, Grace Helbig, even Miranda Sings, like she would have like, I loved a her. gay friend. Oh, Just watching her be so supportive, like made me feel like, okay, I'm, I, I can have that, you yeah. know? And this was when I was like 13, 12, 13, 14. Fourth grade, yeah. Yeah, well, actually, I think it was like six, seven. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's when I I'm started. I'm like, Dad, that's yeah, a big girl. ass <laughs> Big ass age, girl. What are you doing I'm still like, how many fucking grade? grades did you flunk? No, I was definitely, I was like 10 in fourth yeah. grade. But uh, I, I was, you know, I got into the whole YouTube. YouTube thing when I was like 12. So you got your phone and you started doing videos or were you just, I didn't a, were you start. just a consumer of the videos? I was a huge consumer. Okay, uh-huh. I was a huge fan. Like I literally was following like every VidCon vlog. Oh shit. I, I honestly feel like that was the heyday yeah, of YouTube really yeah. and the heyday of like those VidCon days. Now TikTok has changed things. But I feel like back then, like if you watched those OG Mm-hmm. bitches like it was fun yeah it, it was. was fun because it was so new and there wasn't a lot of people doing it no. i feel like now it's so hard to keep up with people that like there's so many personalities which is great you know there's yeah. so many personalities so people doing it that it's so saturated well it's normalized now it's, normal. it's the normal I, you know, influencers, yeah, like it's anyone, very normal anyone can be one. back then it was like a spectacle it was like oh, are you vlogging like uh-huh. it's like exciting because no one really did that like miles J. I don't know if you're familiar uh-uh. but i'm not familiar with their pronouns right now so i apologize i'm just gonna use they them but they you know back then in 2013 were very much like they their whole brand was like oh i'm a cross-dresser pretty oh, much yeah and miles lived in vegas also and, you're from vegas. and i'm from vegas and so just to see someone like wearing clothes of like you know what was marketed towards the opposite gender was also a huge awakening for yeah. me because growing up I think there was always more to my sexuality. There was also a gender aspect there that really, I don't think I knew was there, but I didn't really know how to describe it. If that makes sense. Like there's a, there's, there's a woman in there for sure. But yeah, sorry. I get distracted, honey. My ADHD bites my ass, girl. (laughs) Was there any specific moment you remember where you're like, you know what? I'm going to come out. I'm tired of hiding. It was watching all of those LGBTQ uh, fucking YouTubers share their coming out story. And I think there's, there's something important there because you realize, Oh shit. These people who are making videos and they're like, like, uh, one bedroom apartment are fucking like influencing and, and making impact on lives, children's lives like mine. I was one of many, I can guarantee you. No, of course. Yeah. yeah. You know? So, because I mean, I didn't really even know how to do it. And in, in that way, it kind of taught me how to like have the conversation. First of all, not even have the conversation, but be okay with it myself. Yeah. Because I don't know about you and your experience yeah, yeah. and if you can relate, but before I came out, I was very much, 
I couldn't even say the word gay. It takes time to accept yourself. It does. Because I feel Be- like growing up, you kind of, everyone, you know, the bullying and everyone kind of makes you feel like there's something wrong with you. Absolutely. So you kind of make, it kind of makes you feel like there's a problem with me that needs to be fixed. Yeah. But when you realize there really isn't anything to be fixed, yeah. that's where you kind of, you know, learn to accept yourself. And that takes time for a lot of people. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's, it's something like, I mean, people look at me like I'm so effeminate and I yeah. carry myself just so myself now that they can't even imagine that there was at one point where I would just cringe hearing the word yeah. gay. Um, and, and, and it took a while, but it, it happened. That's actually a thing. Like I have never really thought about that now as an adult. Yeah. I remember even as a kid, even when they weren't even saying the word gay towards me, Just I hearing it some way. Because yes. you knew it was about you, knew, you girl. I remember I would like, you, <laughs> you know, were, start having anxiety uh-huh. just from hearing the word gay. And I never really thought about it like that. Yeah. 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 And it's funny. And it's, I, and honestly, I think I'll, uh, the reason why it takes a lot of people a lot of time to yeah. to to come out and be okay with themselves is because it's hard to yeah, be okay I know with it yourself. Is, yeah. You know, I mean, our world. We even if you're not gay, yeah. If you are straight and hetero or whatever, you're still gonna be taught some way somehow that mm-hmm. what you are and who you are is wrong. Even yes. if it doesn't have anything to do with sexuality, I think our world in general, once you're once you come out of the womb and there's your life starts, expectations, yeah. there's expectations set. Mm-hmm of how you act in public, of how you act at home, Mm -hmm. you know, different cultural backgrounds, different, you know, just practices of how people live their lives. And you are stripped of yourself the second you start living life. Everyone has expectations of us because every, everyone else has expectations put on them. Yes. And it's, it's, it's something that can't really be fixed. It's going to happen. Yeah. But I think what the coming to moment is when you start, learning about who you are again and connecting to your child i think is a big part of it so you came out at a very young age i did super super young age how old were you when I did. you came out i was i was 13 oh that's super super young yes. I, I remember coming out you guys until like high school that is something to be super proud of because i feel like for me i was super scared at that age even though at the time i already knew i was gay you know what i yeah. mean so i feel like it takes a lot to be able to be like you know what I am tired of hiding and I'm going to come out at a very young age. You know, I mean, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, And it definitely does take a lot just for anyone, no matter who you are to come out. Um, And I won't discredit that for myself either, but I will say that a large part of it had to do with the privilege I have. That is my parents. Um, My parents and my family have always pretty much been supportive. Even if my father and just the men in the family, even if they've had their own like predetermined beliefs, they have always prioritized putting their love for me first, which honestly is one of the biggest reasons why I was able to come out. And also I have an out and proud cousin, Jeffrey. He is super gay and he's like in his, oh fuck Jeffrey, I don't know, are you 35 I don't know how old so you, you are someone to like look up <laughs> yeah, to. Yeah, yeah I did and before I could tell you know when I was like in second grade he would have like boyfriends come to the house and they'd be like oh there's his friend and I'd be like his friend has a deep ass v-neck on girl I'm like, yeah, they friends. <laughs> I'm, like I'm clocking it I'm like wait a minute <laughs> you have fucking second there's grade. something limp to that wrist <laughs> so you come out um, yes. super young at a sushi restaurant how gay oh shit you literally told your parents you were gay at a sushi restaurant i mean i didn't say the word gay i didn't even say the word gay you say you're like 
I just said, you know, I can see myself ending up romantically with the man more than I can with the woman. That's those are the oh. exact words I said. Yeah. At 13. Yes, I'm not kidding. Oh shit. Yes. <laughs> I just said I was different in high school. Oh. <laughs> I sat my mom down and I was like, es que yo no soy como mis hermanos. <laughs> And I'm like, you're over here with an elaborated ass fucking response. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know if those were exactly my words, meaning I don't know if I came up with those words yeah. or if I heard someone Part else say video. that. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. But you know what? I have always been like elaborate like uh -huh. that, especially when it comes to bouncing around the truth. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'll always say as many words. words it's like to getting, not say the word. I gotta yeah. get 500 words and then I say, girl, <laughs> it's been a really interesting time being very interested yeah. on this time. Like one of those kind of moments. We know a little bit more about your childhood. I want to know what was the start of your social media career? You know, what's so <laughs> funny. I actually kind of know a little bit, but I want to hear it from yeah. your end. How did Brandon Jordan, you know, become who he is online? Oh, gosh. Okay. So I've always wanted to do social media, mm -hmm. but I was really scared just because people are rude. Yeah. Rude ass bitches, girl. And, you know, people don't believe in you until they actually see yeah. you're doing shit that other people believe in mm -hmm. you know it's like and i'm when i say people i mean like locals even family too family can, yeah. absolutely Absolute, family yeah, friends yeah. high school friends you know or middle school friends it's 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 the people closest to you because they just view you as like oh that's just brendan yeah. like you know Nothing neighborhood crazy. brendan yeah, yeah. yeah i mean yeah. yeah he's different but it's like who really yeah. is gonna so i just wanted to preface that um and it wasn't until i was caught being a little gay ass bitch on a news camera when I was 14. Uh -huh. Yeah. Which blew up like overnight. So, okay. I don't, I should probably state this better. I went to a mall opening in Las Vegas. It was mm -hmm. freshman year of high school, brand new year. It was October or early October. Mm -hmm. So I've been barely started like the school year. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. And there was like this mall opening in Las Vegas and there was a news camera and there was no one around. I asked, I'm like, are you guys doing interviews? Cause I'm just like a, like a camera spotlight whore. Yeah, like, like just get me I on TV. I just have a need yeah. to entertain. <laughs> <laughs> I like to make people laugh. And uh -huh. so they were like, no, but you can stick around cause we need some background people. And I go, okay. <laughs> I'm like, I'll try my best to be a background person. Uh, you're like, I can't promise you anything. I yeah. So I, st I stood right in the center. I marked my spot and I stood there and then a crowd started forming and then the lights went on, girl. And I was just, you know, being my extra self, like, kitty kid, girl. I don't even know. I was just being an annoying little bitch, um, but fierce. That was really it. Honestly, the only the people ask like, oh, why'd you do it? I was like, so I can go home later, watch it and laugh with my family. Just like, oh my God. I'm on TV. Yeah, just like this stupid little moment. And then when we got home, we never saw it. Because oh. I guess it was live. And oh, we were yeah. so disappointed. I was like, we did it for nothing. I mean, like, I embarrassed myself for nothing. Uh, like, well, I did the most. I didn't, I didn't embarrassed. feel embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. It was but just like, very much like, bitch, I did all that work for, for nothing. nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, we're like, I guess we're never fucking seeing that again. So we go to bed and then, you know, the next day I had school. It was a Friday. And so I did school. And then I remember coming home from school that day and someone messaged me saying someone like from acting class I, I was doing. Uh, she texted me saying, Brendan, 
everyone at my school has been talking about you all day. I guess there's like some video going around. I'm like, girl, what is it? Multiple people like uh-huh. during that live broadcast took video on their phones of their, of the TV screen of me doing it or like screen recording uh-huh. or whatever and posted it. And it went viral. Well, it started that night. Okay, okay, huh? So that was, and I was watching it real time blow up. It wasn't overnight, oh, okay, and okay. then it was numbers. Yeah. It was I was literally coming from home from school, and that's when it started. Oh and shit! And so all of a sudden, Michelle Visage, one of the uh, Drag Race judges, mm-hmm. iconic woman, she posted it on her Facebook, and then that has like a shit ton of shares. The, this was back in the Vine days. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian vined it. Courtney oh. Kardashian vined it like or rewind it or whatever all of like my favorite drag queens were posting it like it's just like everyone yeah. was just posting about mm-hmm. it and then everyone was like okay where is this kid you know and then then they find out i'm a gaga fan so now lady gaga tweeted okay i need to see this applause kid because i was doing i wasn't doing a lot of people think i was doing the applause choreography mm-hmm. i was literally just doing like subtle nuances mm-hmm. like you know um motivated and inspired by the applause music video yeah. but i wasn't doing like the exact, the exact applause yeah, yeah, choreography. Uh-huh. you know i was doing little th- gaga nuances that she had going on mm-hmm. but so everyone started calling it like the applause video or like the kid oh. who was dancing to lady you Gaga's know what's applause. funny that's how i knew it everyone thinks that I, way that's how i knew it yeah. because the reason the way i found you let me stop you there and then we'll continue with that combo um the other day i hadn't seen a video of like little you in a while yeah, neither my Which this is what I mean by your phones fucking listen, bitch. Your phones fucking listen because tell me why um I was texting my manager which mm. happens to manage both of us and we were talking about you kind of like, okay, well, he can do this day, you know, setting up a date. Okay, we book you like when the yeah. day is. I kid you not, 20 minutes later, 20 motherfucking minutes later, bitch, out of nowhere, this video pops up on my for you page. Ah! <laughs> is this the video? When was this posted? I don't know. Four, four days, days ago. Uh-huh. Oh, so it, that is so funny. Is that the video? Uh-huh. That's so, exactly one of the angles. One of I the guess angles. That is one of the angles someone was taking in real life that I had no idea they were doing. So, There's multiple <laughs> angles of this. I'm not kidding. So I'm going to put this on the screen, you guys, so you guys can see a reference of what video we're talking about. Everybody thought you were doing the applause. Yes. And then overnight, that just kind of like blew up, blew up. Uh-huh. and I think it's because even before that went viral I was such a vocal Gaga fan to mm-hmm. begin with so people were just already like like marrying us together I mean like I love Lady Gaga you know it was such yeah. a huge like honor and so she tweeted about it. it's like where is this kid and then finally like you know after tweeting about me she found me and then she messaged me twice oh shit not messaged or tweeted like replied like uh-huh. twice and then she followed me which isn't like that big of a flex i mean she follows like every like one uh-huh. on twitter pretty much or at least she used to i don't know if she does anymore well, she don't follow me <laughs> i'm like so here's a flex uh-huh. really you don't have a gaga follow like, that's so weird uh, <laughs> so anyways yeah she yeah i know that's iconic though thank you that's no really it was i remember iconic. crying my mother cried um and then all of a sudden i just you know hit 100k just like that oh, just overnight just from the tweet and the videos girl it was like a week and maybe i had like 200k 300k like oh shit. it fucking blew up no like crazy almost to the point where i didn't even know how to handle it and we can talk about that if yeah. you want because you were a kid how was that you know well i was you know 13 13 14 i was freshly out 
Well, you were very young still. Yeah, I was freshly you know. 14, yeah. And fre- I came out that year. Oh, shit. That same year. You know, when so I was 13. everything was kind of like, whoo. And I was also started high school, freshman at a new school. Oh, okay, okay. So I never really had, like, much of an introduction to the gay community. Oh, my God. There were so many, like, older gays who hated the video. Oh, shit. Ripped it to shreds. I'm not kidding. Like, would message my mother, would find my mom on Facebook or message my account that was ran by my mother on Facebook, mm-hmm. you know, because Facebook's like the older people are on it and be like, how dare you as a parent raise your child this way oh. to be so flamboyant. Like they're setting us 50 years back. They're setting the harmful stereotype that every gay yeah. man should just be a flamboyant flaming faggot. Sorry. Yeah. I probably shouldn't no, say no, that, can, but yeah, yeah. like that was the word, yeah. you know, that, everyone was using and so it was really harm harm or disappointing yeah because i mean and i'm not gonna say i didn't have support i did there was a shit ton of support but it was surprising to me how a majority of the hate was exclusively from gay men yeah older gay men how as you know like i said i feel like you were still pretty young how seeing all those messages and like you said you kind of blew up like in a short period of time Mm -hmm. um how did you take that i mean you know it was something that like outwardly i was like oh whatever people can say whatever they want Uh like it was very much that that was my response always but then there was always like a but are they right inside my head you know like like are they right are they do i need to tone it down and for a while i think that kind of like put a little stump on me a bit because i care a lot about what other people think i'm a huge people pleaser i think that kind of comes with almost wanting or wanting to make people smile and laugh and entertain them i think a people pleasing aspect comes with that as well yeah which i found out if you aim to entertain or smile or make people laugh without wanting to please them you actually end up making them laugh more (laughs) it was a little difficult and not only that because i was kind of launched into a space that i didn't even really have intention i did have a want to do it but Mm -hmm. there wasn't a specific intention as to how to like brand myself you know now it's like okay people liked that but like you know, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself a dancer really. Yeah. Like, could I pick up a five, six, seven, eight? Absolutely. Yes. You know, I'm a musical theater kid uh-huh. at heart, but it's like, I wouldn't say like, oh, I am a dancer yeah. and that's it. You know, I was the, there was so much more to that. So there was a big, like almost like weird, I don't know how to transition this. You know, I led with my message. Yeah. I always have led with my message and, and, and the truth of yeah. who I am, which is constantly about just owning yourself and owning your power and learning about that and i never wanted to come off as like a oh i know everything about myself and i know exactly what i'm doing i don't know shit girl i'm a fucking mess (laughs) i am but it's the it's the fuck yeah i'm a mess where you own yourself you Mm -hmm. own that shit girl like you're not supposed to be perfect i feel like exactly you're not supposed to be perfect maybe before how people used to look up to certain influencers and youtubers that's the same way a lot of people now the newer generation looks up to you you know yeah thank you and i think it was very much like you know i kind of felt i fell into the pressure honestly Uh because this was you know, the, the big influencer boom, yeah. I want to say, was 2015, 2016, mm-hmm. 2017, where we were seeing a lot of people come up. And I think I almost fell into the pressure a little bit because, you know, Beauty Boys, yeah. that was the launch of the Beauty Boy. Remember, mm-hmm. there was like yes. a big old uh-huh. movement for that, which was fucking killer. And um, there were just so many people 
just coming onto the scene, I guess I just really didn't even know like where my place was or, uh-huh. or what I was supposed to be doing because it's like I wanted to make people smile and laugh, but you know, TikTok wasn't around. Vine yeah. was pretty much over. There was YouTube, you know, but I didn't really even know what I wanted to do. Did I you didn't. ever think because of the way you were maybe showed and presented to the world that that's what made it harder for you to kind of branch out to what you really wanted to do? Yeah, I mean, because... Okay, I want when I say this, I don't want it to be taken the wrong way. The person I was being in that viral video yeah. is me. You. You know, it is a part of me. It's a part of who I am. Part. But that isn't me all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just like any other persona yeah, yeah, yeah. and character. There's more to, we're human. You know, mm-hmm. there's more there always. And so I think I also felt a pressure to keep up that persona. Or it, I don't even... See, it's weird to say persona. I only say persona so that people can understand what I'm talking about. But when I say persona, it's really just an extension from me because there's truth in that as well. It's a part of me just extended a little bit and and fantasized and romanticized. I feel like what it is too, like, you know, I feel like people, when they started following you, they fell in love with that, you know, part of you. So you kind of almost felt like you had to keep up with that because if not, then all the support that you gained from that video was going to be gone. And as a creator, you kind of always be like, okay, I need to go back to my roots. And for you, your roots on social media was that video. Yes. Right? Yes. Because you're thinking, you're like, okay, how do I market this? And how do I, how do do I make shit that stems from that? Mm -hmm. But it's hard because that video, was it great? Hell Yeah. yeah. Was it viral? Hell yeah. But I think to base your entire brand just because of one success Mm -hmm. isn't maybe the smartest thing to do because now you're boxing yourself in Mm -hmm. you know and and did i lead with that absolutely am i forever grateful for because it has single-handedly changed the trajectory of my life i'll be quite honest you know and i don't say that lightly and that's why i'm immensely grateful for the experience and for what has done for me specifically now because i think i found out a lot more about myself recently Mm -hmm. you know there was a long time that i've done social media where i really didn't know what i was doing yeah because you know i you know this the big beauty was like huge yep and now it's not really like the thing anymore in my opinion lifestyle for sure Uh which in my opinion has benefited me in so many ways because I feel like not that beauty wasn't my thing and not that it's not a part of who I am I just don't think I am a beauty influencer you know it's crazy that's exactly how I feel because I feel like when lifestyle came around it was kind of like a way to escape from just the beauty because I've always loved makeup I've always loved the beauty of it but I've always said I'm not just a it's beauty boy. It's hard to keep up with you. Too, it's girl. hard too. And for me, like, I want to say it this way. Like, a lot of the people that were doing beauty, boys that were doing beauty at the time that I was doing beauty and stuck to just beauty mm-hmm. aren't doing much now because it's hard to, tra- they, they didn't transition. It's hard to transition, yeah. And makeup, yes, makeup will always be such a big industry. But when it comes to social media. Tutorials aren't in. Exactly. And that's I, I'm the, not. And that's I'm not truth. saying that as a shade. No, and that's I'm not. The truth. I'm just it's saying. It's really the truth, and I've said it so many times. Yeah. I mean, because it's like it was. I think it was so big back then. Because actually, I don't really know fucking why it was so big. It just I just was feel like thing. there wasn't a lot of beauty content back then. So a lot of the people were like, "How do I do this? How do it I?" It was do like that? the boom. It was the boom, and, and it was led by drama as well. Yeah, so you know. After that, I feel like everyone kind of had to figure out which direction they were going to go 
too. Did you ever find yourself kind of like confused where your place was on social media? Are you fucking kidding? I would like to think that this is something I only just now realized. Yeah. You know what I what I was not doing wrong, but not doing. Yeah. You know, um, I sat down with Kyle Uh and Kyle is, she's just so great. And we were just talking about, you know, like, obviously I want to impact people. Like I want to create stuff that makes people think that makes people feel, feel in general, whether that's smiling, you know, going internal. Um, and she was saying, Brendan, do you realize why people follow you? I'm like, I mean, not fucking really. <laughs> no. Yeah. She's like, they follow you for you. Mm-hmm. They follow you because you are you. And so the best thing that you can do is it's be you, be you, which yeah. sounds so stupid. Like I'm mean, like, be yourself, mm-hmm. but it's so true. True. When yeah. you are yourself, whoever and whatever that is. And if you don't know, that's fine mm-hmm. too. Now that's, you know, a little task and a little yeah. mission that you get can do. Um, by learning what you like and don't like and having opinions. Yeah. I think that's a great way to get to know who you are. I think we've been on social media around the same time. Absolutely. So Absolutely. longevity is something that is so hard to have and so hard to keep up with because sometimes, like you said, you're not the same person you were then. Mm-hmm. So sometimes even me as a creator, I'm like, fuck, like I'm not doing what I was doing five years ago. I'm doing something wrong. And no, it's sometimes it's it's hard to get it to, your, to our head that it's okay if we're not doing the same crazy shit we were doing five years ago because we're someone else now but like like you said we still have to be ourselves at that moment you know what I mean if that makes sense well and then you get an audience that is going to follow you because you're you Mm -hmm. you know I mean it may not even be someone that is interested in in beauty or interested in whatever you're posting, yeah. maybe like the specifics of the content, but it's, it's the personality yeah. that's shining. And I think I realized, okay, maybe I'm just thinking about this yeah. too hard, you know, like maybe I'm trying to be something I'm not, which is, you know, something that the beauty world that I always hated yeah. was how polished mm-hmm. it was. Uh-huh. You know, the videos were so crisp. It was done in a, a excellent studio with a great audio, great yeah. lighting, just great everything. The makeup was crisp. But you know what? That is killer, sickening yeah. artistry. It is. I yeah, will yeah. fucking applaud that. Like, that is yeah. killer. But that is not for me. <laughs> Personally. And that's, like, no, no, and that's exactly Personally. how I felt, too, because when I was doing just, just beauty content, you would look up to these other creators, and I was like, fuck. They are not cussing. They're not speaking Spanish, in my view. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of them, like, so for me, you know, for a long time. They all have good posture. Yes. For a long time, I was trying to keep up with that. You know, I wasn't cussing. I wasn't doing this. I was so formal. I was this and that. When I broke from that cycle, when I said, you know what? This isn't me. I'm going to do me. um, That's when I feel like my success really came about. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. Because I feel like, yes, I was successful during the Beauty Boys. Yes. You know, I was getting recognized. But... I feel like I didn't get all the recognition I have now until I transitioned into who I really was. Who you were. Yes. And that's exactly what I'm going through right now. Exactly to the T because for so, so long, I just cared about, okay, what do I need to do in order to make things work? In order to get 
you know, engagement working in yeah. order to have people interested. Yeah. But then I realized I was caring about the wrong fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I was literally giving my power away by do yeah. by caring about the likes, by caring about the comments, by caring about how do I get a business out of, you know what I mean? Yeah. The more I tapped into who I was, had fun with it, and the less I almost gave a shit mm-hmm. in a way, the better everything yeah. has been and the more fun I've had in life. And now I don't feel, I don't hate social media yeah. anymore because I've made it my own and, and all the gritty gloriness mm-hmm. that it is. And everything will just come. You know, everything, when you're having fun, when, because I feel like when you're having fun on social media, people can tell when you're doing it because you're enjoying it, you're enjoying yourself, you're being, people can tell, you know what I mean? So, but when you're doing it because you want to gain following and they can tell that too, you know what I mean? It's just not favorable. I feel like now that you're, you know, figuring out and you've been figuring out, you know, your purpose or what you want to do on social media, everything else, you know, the money, yeah. the, the engagement, everything else will just come flowing in. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's just like, I guess it definitely was sadly a priority of mine. Yeah. All of that for sure. At one point, because you know, you're looking at everyone else and yeah. they're doing it. Yeah. And you're like, well, where's my turn? Like, mm-hmm. why don't I get that? Or what are they doing that I'm not doing? That's ex- yeah, exactly. Yes. But I feel like even as a creator, even I feel like successful creators, cause I've had convos with, you know, people that I've like, Oh my God, like, how are they doing it? They think like that too. I think as a creator, we're always constantly like trying to compare ourselves and our success oh, to other people. Yes. And I feel like the moment I used to do that a lot, honey, I used to do that a lot. It was a daily thing for me. Yeah, And I feel like the moment I was like, you know what? I'm going to focus on me. And I stopped scrolling and just, you know, focus on my content that's and your audience like, and my audience. That's yes. when I was like, okay, whatever I have, I'm grateful for it. If someone has more cool, you know what I mean? But then you're focusing yeah, on your, on you. Co- you know, community yeah. you're building. Because mm-hmm. you're really building like a relationship with people. Yeah. And you're building a space for yourself because I get what it feels like yeah. to not have a space. Yeah. You know, and to feel like, oh, I feel fucking weird, dude. Yeah. Like there's just, I don't, I don't fit in this influencer shit. I don't. And you don't have to, but you have the power to make your own space. Period. And there's going to be people that are going to fucking get along with that shit too and Mm want to jump on board. There's room for all of us. And it's just a matter of patience. It's a matter of enjoying what you're doing. Enjoying. Because for me, I found it very, very, um, the moment I started seeing everything as a job, that's when I stopped having fun. It's not fucking, yeah. Yeah. Like, you don't want to fucking, like, feel Work. like you're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I just want to have my fun and have the money flow in, you know? Yeah. I do want really... a hardworking husband, though. <laughs> After, you know, going through all those funky, like, phases, where do you see yourself now? So, like I said, I have definitely, just like you, I've mm-hmm. prioritized, like, creating my own space. And I feel like I, my mind is just insane. Yeah. Like, in, in the most respectful way possible. I have a crazy ass mind and I just come up with lots of things. Um, so I'll write like, like many little like montages of skits. Like I just had something blow up on TikTok the other day. I think I posted two days ago and it has like a million or something, oh, shit. which is a lot for me. No, because that's a lot. I never no, really use TikTok. Yeah. I've never had a TikTok video get that many views. And I was literally just at Disneyland yeah. and I had my sister film just me around I doing saw that stupid video. shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just stupid shit. But like it comes up to me on the spot. So 
like one of the things was like, I think the first line I said was I've had more, I've had more iced coffee today than your average spin yeah. class twink. Mm-hmm. And people just, it's like quotable yeah. and it's, and people get off that big. They're like, Oh my God, that's so me, yeah. you know, uh-huh. which honestly it's so me too. Yeah. Like that's why I'm saying it and I'm doing it because I'm just honestly being myself and putting montages in it. I guess we could call it like in a comedy style yeah. uh-huh. of skit style. Um, but they're not really scripted, but then they kind of will be at times. So I do write a little bit as well. Um, but my whole goal with that essentially is I'm kind of, I'm kind of creating like my own, not IP, but just this is, it's like almost like a character in a way, but it's still me. Yeah. It's a part of, it's a part of me. Um, but it's, it's, even more me than I've ever been in my real life because this is honestly how I am in real life. But yeah. now I'm just putting it on camera. Oh, on camera. Like this is, these are the things I think of like when I'm like in line for Starbucks, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. like, Oh my God, that dog looks like a fucking Priscilla, <laughs> you know, like just stupid yeah. shit like that. Like improv style, yeah. um, that we're just putting together in these little like 30 second, 40 second montage video yeah. clips, very fast paced cuts. Um, that's, shareable and and hopefully will bring some joy to people's day and i don't know i like when people it makes me smile so much when they're like this is the funniest thing i've seen today and it makes you <laughs> it, it inspires you to keep going well, it inspires you and i'm like you're like okay like they love it i'm happy with it because to be honest, I'm being myself yeah. in these videos. Some of them can be scripted, but it's something i you, thought of. Yeah, i yeah, thought yeah, yeah. of it, you know. Um and so I'm just being myself and my hope and goal with these videos is to get people to be more themselves, more unhinged, more gritty, more real, yeah. more raw, like fucking messy. Like it's so, yeah. life is so beautiful when you're a clusterfuck. It <laughs> is. I hate like the whole hoity toitiness. Yeah. I want to wear a thong in this like capitalistic ass meeting and just be like, Hey girls, anyone got a cigarette (laughs) to all these like 50 year old men. Like that's like, I just want to like burn things down. Yeah. <laughs> Let me not say that. I'm Let like, me just not, not say my that. house, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not a house. Um, systems. <laughs> All right, you guys. So after, you know, I feel like this combo that I just had with you, you know, was so powerful. And I Thank feel like a lot you. of people watching and here and at home are going to be able to get something from this and like take it with them. So before we end today's episode, you guys, I'm going to go. I want to go ahead and hear what's next for Brandon Jordan. So I'm working on a lot of I guess like the formal acting uh-huh. right now, I've been really studying and working hard on that because I think representation's yeah. everything. And I would like to see someone, if not me, someone like me up there on the screen yeah. because I think it would have made it easier for me when I was little yeah. to see someone out there just being them, their Themself. fucking selves. Yeah. yeah. I think there's power in film yeah. to change mm-hmm. the world. Yeah. There really is. Film has influence and film is something that goes down in history and time and to be a part of that in any capacity would just yeah. be an absolute honor. So that's something I'm working hard on right now. Um, I've done a couple of things that I can't wait to have come out. Yeah. Um, but you know, 
Slowly but surely, honey. I'm just working hard as fuck on that. (laughs) All right, you guys. So with that being said, make sure you guys go ahead and follow Brandon on all his social medias, which I'll leave down below, as well as here on the screen. And also, don't forget to follow me on my social medias so you guys won't miss any future episodes. And with that being said, thank you so much for being with us here today. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And we'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye, guys. America, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. At Grand Canyon University, we believe in equal opportunity, and the American dream starts with purpose. By honoring your career calling, you impact your family, your friends, and your community. The pursuit to serve others is yours. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu.